Blog Talk Radio.
consecration, Lord, you are worthy to be glorified. Father, we bless you tonight. We praise you. We magnify your name. We declare that you are the king above all kings and that you are the Lord of all lords, that you are the most holy one, that you are supreme and you reign alone as God. Father, we honor you on this night. We pray that you'd have your way on these airways, Lord God. Father, this is your platform. Father, do whatever you desire. We thank you, Lord God, for those that have tuned in on tonight. We pray now in the name of the Lord Jesus that you release a fresh, Lord God, anointing on them, on their lives, for everything that they have need of, Father. God, there's nothing that escapes you. There's nothing that catches you by surprise. So right now, Father, I pray that you would dispatch your angels, God. You know what they have need of, Father. I pray that you would meet every need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Father, I pray right now, Lord God, even those that are tuned in on tonight that may feel despair, that may feel defeat, that may feel, Lord God, that like they're not going to make it. But, Father, I pray right now that you would be a hedge of protection around them, Lord. God, you said in your word, I am Jehovah Shalom, which means that you are our peace. So, Father, I pray right now that you release peace to them, peace to their life, peace to their circumstances, peace to their finances, Lord God, peace in their family, Lord God, peace, Father, to everything that concerns them. Lord, we thank you right now that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or even think according to the power that works on the inside of us. So, Father, I pray right now that you would allow them to know, Father, that they are not alone, but you live on the inside of us, Father. You said in your word, Father God, hallelujah, that greater works will we do because Jesus was going back to the Father. So we thank you right now, Father, that greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. And because of that, Father, we will not be defeated. Because of that, Lord God, we will not be downcast. Because of that, Father God, we will not give up. We will not lose hope, Father. God, we thank you right now that our hope is in you, Father, that our trust is in you, oh God. We thank you right now, Father God, that we're able to live, move, and breathe only because of you. So, Father, I thank you right now, Father God, as I ask you now, have your way over these airways. Allow me to say the words that you would have me to say, God. Lord God, as I am like a pen of a ready writer, Father, and I ask you to use me as you so desire. Father, I pray right now that the anointing will be released tonight, that the yokes will be destroyed, the burdens will be removed because of the anointing. And, Lord, I give you praise, I give you glory, and I give you honor. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. God, you're worthy. God, you're worthy. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulane broadcast. So glad that you're here tonight. I'm so excited about all that the Lord is doing in the earth and that he allows us to be a part of it. When I look at this um, song here tonight, um, this Eddie James song, um, the Hallelujah chant, you know, just giving God glory for just who he is and just saying, you know, because of who you are, God, I say hallelujah. Lord, you're worthy, worthy to be praised. And that should be the song that's on our lips all day, every day. That we'll say to the Lord, God, you're good. That we'll say to the Lord, Lord, you're worthy. That we'll say to the Lord, God, you deserve the honor. God, you deserve the praise. In spite of what I may go through, in spite of what I might face, you still deserve the glory. You still deserve the praise. Wow. He still deserves it, y'all. He still deserves it. And on tonight, on tonight, we're going to be talking from the topic, I'm responsible. I'm responsible. I'm responsible. 
But before we get to that, I want to stop for a moment to have our um, invite blast. If you'll go on and take a few minutes to send out a text, a tweet, an email, an inbox, and let your family and friends know we're live right now on the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tulay radio broadcast. They can dial in at 917-889-2821, or they can visit my social media page and click the link that's there on my page. And also tonight, if you have a comment, if you have a question that you'd like to share, don't forget to press the number one on your keypad, and I'd love to have you come on, to, on the show live tonight to share your comment, to ask your question as we are on this journey together. We're on this journey. I am Louise's baby girl. I'm an author, a cancer thriver, a minister, and a motivational speaker, and I am on a journey to purpose. Um, I know how, you know, just in life, Sometimes we'll look at our lives and we'll just wonder what is it that God has for us? What is it that he wants us to do? But the word of God says that we were created for the praises of his glory. And then we know from the word of God that we were created to have dominion and we were created to have authority. We were created to occupy. So when we put all of those things and as we look at our lives and we have to say, am I truly occupying? Do I have authority? Am I operating in the authority that I have? Do I have dominion? And most of all, am, is my life an example of praise to God? Because we were created for the praises of his glory. That's the first thing to think about. Why am I here, Lord? What is it that you have for me to do? You know, as we're navigating in the earth realm, and I often separate my body from my spirit man. Because when we look in the mirror, all we see is the spirit man. And sometimes that can cause us um, to lose heart because, we compare ourselves to what the world's standard is, to what looks good. What, the, what does the world say about, you know, who's attractive and who's unattractive and what weight is a good weight and what weight is a not-so-good weight and what complexion is good and what complexion is not so good and hairstyles, what hair is good, what hair is not so good. And when we allow the world to dictate to us who we are, then it changes, it changes how we perceive ourselves. And so sometimes it's good just to separate yourself, your spirit man, from the natural man or the man that you see in the mirror. Because the spirit man is the essence of who you really are. When God sent you in the earth realm and he said to you, or he said to me, he said, Deborah, you have a purpose, you have an assignment. And as you begin to live and move in the earth, and, and um, allow yourself to follow after your passions, you'll find your purpose. Well, for me, sometimes when I look at the natural and I look at this natural body and I think about what can I do as it relates to what I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying for me to do, then sometimes I can get a little bit distracted. And I don't know about you, and sometimes I don't move as fast on things as I need to. One of the biggest obstacles that we can have from time to time is the obstacle called procrastination. Procrastinate because we begin to second guess, did God really say this, number one? And if God did say it, can I really do it? Can I pull this off? And you look at other people, they're being successful in life and they're doing great things and you admire them. You admire the great things that they do. But then you can't see yourself doing those things. And it, I mean, even last week, um, not not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before last when T.D. Jakes was um, at the college and we went to see him, hear him speak. Um, and he talked about that. He talked about the fact 
Um, His book is called Soar, so we spoke about that. But he talked about the fact that he himself had to push through some of these things in order for him to be the person that God created him to be. And he made a bold statement to me, it, it was bold, when he said that the things that people say about you, sometimes you don't see them. Sometimes you can't even comprehend them, but other people are able to see. And he made a, a bold statement to, that was so profound to me when he said that he still don't see what other people see in him. That, to me, was so profound. That literally blew me away because that let me know that, hey, I'm over here at TDJ. I had both hands up, both feet up, said I'm over here and I feel the same way, you know, I have people telling me different things that they see in me, and I struggle. I struggle, you know, just to be who I feel God created me to be. But it helps me when I lean more on the spiritual side than on the natural side, and I beat this flesh. I beat this this natural body into submission to say, this does not define who you are. Who you really are is who you are in the spirit, and that's who. That's the person that we have to connect with. That's the the the, uh, the spirit man. That's who we have to know and begin to, to flow with and begin to walk in the power that God has put on the inside of us. Because the power that God has given to us, it lies on the inside of us. God created us after his image and after his likeness, which means that God has created us to be a spiritual being. And being a spiritual being means that I am a spiritual being. I'm created after God in his image, in his likeness. So power that I have from God is going to be in my spirit man. So that's the one. That's where we need to tap into. Not so much into the natural man that we don't spend any time building up and engaging our spirit man. Now I know I've gotten a little ahead of myself tonight, but and that's not even a, with the topic, but that was just on my heart tonight. I just wanted to share that. Begin to tap into who you are in your spirit man. Begin because that's the essence, that's the true identity of who you really are. Begin to tap into that. Begin to know your spirit man and allow your spirit man to connect with the spirit God, with our God, Jehovah. Allow yourself uh, yourself to connect with him so now you can hear him more clearly. So now you're able to navigate this thing called life a little bit better than what you, that, than what you were before. And that's what I'm a, on a journey for. That's my journey. That's what Life on Purpose is all about. It's about connecting with God and saying, Father, help us to find this thing called purpose. Help us to find this place called destiny. Help us, Father, to live out in the earth what you have created, what you have assigned for us to do. Because I know none of us want want to be like the men that got the talents and how one got one talent and another man got three and the other man got five. And the man that got the one talent took his talent, the Bible says, and hid it. And when the man that gave them the talents came back to see, you know, because he was expecting them to make an increase on what he had given to them. When he went to see what happened, the one that had five, he given five, had gotten five more. The one he'd given three had gotten two more. But the one he had given the one talent, he had taken that talent and he had hid it in the ground. He had buried it in the ground. He hadn't gotten any financial gain on it, any type of gain at all, because he did nothing with it. And on tonight, the topic tonight, I'm responsible. It's saying to each of us 
that we are responsible, just like this man in this parable, was responsible to take what was given to him and to make it increase. That's what God has called us to do. That's what God has created us to do. And this is for you and it's for me as well. We're responsible for our lives. We're responsible for our purpose. We're responsible for our destiny. Because when it comes down to it, your living your life on purpose is in your hands. You have to see your life as being something that you are responsible for because if you don't, then you'll give that responsibility to somebody else. Now, I want to ask you a question. How many of you have ever found yourself in a position where you look at your life and you begin to think about the people, the circumstances, or issues that has caused you to be where you are right now? You started to think about the person that left, the, the job that, that overlooked that, uh, overlooked you for a promotion, the child that we had out of wedlock, the parents that never loved us, the church that almost destroyed us, and our lives become the fault of the person or the thing or the situation that we feel offended us. And we begin to think in our minds, I am where I am today as a result of what someone else or something or some event did to me. But I want to challenge you in that thought tonight. I want to challenge you because those people, those situations, that job, they're not responsible. You are. We are responsible for where we are in life. We allowed our thoughts to dictate our actions that have led us to this place. Wherever you are in life, you are there because your thoughts have led you there. Every experience in your life is orchestrated to teach you the lessons that you need to walk forward. So you may look at your life right now. You may look at the person that walked out. You may look at something that happened on your job that, that hurt you deeply. You may look at something that happened even at church that may have, have hurt you deeply. However, when you look at these things, you can't continue to see these things through the eyes of what someone else did to me that affected my life, that made me be here. Because can't it, nobody can, can't nobody, is what I was going to say, can't nobody make you do anything. One thing that we used to say as children, and I'm sure that this is still true today, it, it, and, it, and it doesn't matter what race you are, if you're black, if you're white, if you're Hispanic, if you're Puerto Rican, and we used to say, I don't have to do nothing but stay black and die. And that was the thought that we had from time to time. You know, I don't got to do nothing. I don't have to do nothing but stay black and die. And that may be your thought tonight. You know, these people have made me do these things. They have caused these things to happen in my life. And I want to say to you tonight, nobody is responsible for where you are in life. You must now get up and take authority over your own life and begin to push forward into your purpose and into your destiny. Isaiah 14 and 27 says that nothing can stop God's plan for your life. Nothing. That means no circumstance. That means no person. Nothing can stop God's plan for your life. God has a plan for your life. He has a, has a, uh, a purpose for you being here, for you being born, for you being in the earth. There's purpose behind your birth. There's purpose as, 
There's potential on the inside of you that will allow you to walk out what God has created for you to do. So you got to stay out of your own mouth. Nothing can stop the plan that God has for my life. And when you say nothing, it has to be that. It has to be an absolute. There's nothing. So don't let anything stand between you and your fulfilling the plan and the purposes that God has for your life. And our purpose, when we think about our purpose, our purpose moves at the speed of the decisions that we make and the action work that supports our decisions. So you can have the greatest decision in the world. You can decide that you're going to do something phenomenal. God gives you a great idea to, to, to answer because, see, what we are to be, we're to be the answer to someone else's problem. We're to be the answer to someone else's dilemma. So you think, okay, I am the answer to someone else's problem. God gives me this great answer. And then you begin to think about it. You begin to write it down. You begin to pray about it. And then you do nothing with it. You don't move forward. You allow it to lie dormant. So when you think about the decisions that you make, they they are to be supported by action work. You have to get busy. You have to have some work that supports your decisions, that supports your goals. When you have a goal or an objective, you're to write it down. Write down your vision and make it plain on tables so that those that read it can run with it. Not only those that read it, even you. When you read it, then you can run with it. Because from time to time, when you go back and you read that vision, that's just going to reignite that flame and that fire that you had to accomplish what God had put on the inside of you. And I want to say this, y'all, because this dropped in my spirit yesterday. As I was thinking about this word, this dropped in my spirit. Time out for being a coward. And I'm going to say that again. It's time out for being a coward. The coward hides behind excuses. Hides behind what happened to them. Hides behind time, hide behind age, hide behind finances, hide behind doubt, hide behind fear. The coward hides and does nothing. And what that does, it causes us to be in what I'm going to call tonight in the if ministry, the if, if. So we become in the if ministry, if I get the money, if all the conditions line up correctly, then I'm going to do this or then I'm going to do that. But actually, the conditions may never be right or acceptable to you. However, you may not know the plan of God. The conditions can be perfect, perfect for what God has planned for you, but you miss it because you're looking at favorable conditions out of your eyes and God sees the favorable conditions out of his eyes. And I want to say to that something that we used to say all the time, and that is, if, if, if and buts, I had to get it right. I don't want to say it wrong. If if and buts were cookies and nuts, every day would be Christmas. So we have to take the if out of our minds and out of our vocabulary and place replace the word if with when. When begin to make to take massive action. Be, 
begin to put things in place that's going to allow you to replace your ifs with when. When this happens, when I'm going to make the phone call that I need to make, even though it's uncomfortable for me to make the phone call. I'm going to go where I need to go. Although it's uncomfortable for me to go and talk to these people, I'm going to do it anyway. I know you've often heard the terminology, do it scared. Well, sometimes you have to do it scared. Sometimes you have to do it with fear. Heartbeat almost about to, uh, about to beat out of your chest. But you must do it anyway. Because the only way that you're going to be successful is if you move. You're responsible. Say, I'm responsible. I am responsible. Say, it's me. Now, Albert Einstein said, a person who never made a mistake never tried anything new. And I know what it is oftentimes. We don't, sometimes we don't move like we need to move or do what we need to do because we are afraid of failure. We're afraid of what people are going to say about us. We are afraid about what people are going to think about us, and we don't want to make a mistake. We don't want to be seen in an unfavorable um, situation. We want people to look at us and see, always see us favorably. However, even though we may want people to see us favorably, that may not be how it always works out. Albert Einstein's work in mathematics remains central to the discipline today. But above all of his brilliant discoveries, he is most remembered for his failures. He was not afraid to try. Einstein understood that failure should be seen as an opportunity to learn. Those who never make mistakes enclose themselves into a bubble where they cannot grow as leaders. You can't grow as a leader, but you also can't even grow in your own life. If you don't get up and move, if you don't get up and do something, if you don't put action work behind your idea, if you don't put action work in, uh, behind your purpose or behind your destiny, you have to get up. You have to get moving. You have to explore new things and be willing to think outside of the box. Because if you choose not to do that, then you are limiting yourself from opportunity. You are limiting yourself from opportunity. And nothing will work unless you do. Without dedication, perseverance, hard work, and a little bit of blood, sweat, and tears, there will be no long-lasting changes. Unless a leader, unless you are willing to step up and be a leader in your own life and step up and put in the effort, you cannot expect that others would do the work either. Nobody's going to do it for you. You have to be willing to do the work yourself. Now, let's say this again together. I'm responsible. I'm responsible. Yes, I'm responsible. You're responsible. We are responsible. And you are listening live to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Shule broadcast. I'm so glad to have you join us tonight. I kicked off um, a little bit differently tonight. I wanted to go on and um, continue to share as the Lord was ministering to me. I wanted to go on and begin to minister that word. But um, our foundation of scripture for the show is Romans 8 and 28, and it says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the call according to his purposes. So, hey, we know that we're here, that God is good, he is faithful, and everything that happens in our life, it doesn't catch God by surprise, but he is working it out for our good and for his glory. So we give him praise for that. 
on our show on last week, we had a powerful woman of God that was here um, that spoke uh, with us uh, on the broadcast. If you missed it, it was Elder Katrina Allen. So if you missed the broadcast on last week, I want to invite you to go back and listen to that. We talked about how to praise your way through. This is our last broadcast as we're lifting up um, October being Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Domestic Violence Awareness. And Katrina, what is she? Is, she's a, a, a pink sister, a breast cancer survivor, and she was here last week sharing about her story, her giving her testimony. So go back and take a listen. If you missed it last week, it was powerful. You know, I was telling them, I feel God here on this line tonight. It was that powerful. So I want to invite you to go back and take a listen. Um, you tune in tonight to the God Squad 66 Network, and I'm so glad that you decided to be a part of um, the broadcast tonight. And it is 8.30, and I want to share with you tonight our um, Life on Purpose song for this week. Um, it's a song that is, it, it just, speaks to me and, and speaks to what I believe the Lord is saying to us today as we begin to look towards God, who is the author and finisher of our faith, and trust him with everything that we go through. Don't get caught up in the things that you can't see. Don't get overwhelmed by the things that seem to be op- opposing you, but know that God is working it out. He's working all things out for his good and for your glory. Don't lose hope. Don't faint. Keep on going. Keep on pressing because God has us covered, and I'm so glad about it tonight. And so without further ado, our Life on Purpose song for the night for this week is by one of my favorite artists. I know I play her all the time, um, Tasha Cobb Leonard, and the name of the song is In the Name of Our God. Um, this is now.
in the name, in the name of our God. Mountains be moved, chains now be loose in the name, in the name of our God. You are listening live to the Life on Purpose with Deborah Tule broadcast. I'm so glad that you're here. We are talking tonight. Our topic is I'm responsible, meaning that I am responsible. Um, and throughout our lives, we will be forced to make uncomfortable decisions. That comes without saying. But making the right choice will bring you closer and closer to fulfilling your purpose and getting to your destiny. And I want you to know that you can get there from where you are right now. But you must hold yourself accountable and begin to determine massive action. I remember my mom sharing a story um, she shared a story about she worked at a restaurant, in, um, and where she worked, it was a very popular restaurant down in York, South Carolina. And different people would come in. Um, they had the courthouse there at that time. So different people would come in that were going to court, lawyers and, um, you know, just people from all over because they, it was a county seat. So they had court from, play, you know, all around South Carolina would come to York County to court. And so she said that um, a man came into the restaurant one day, and he asked, he was asking for directions for Charlotte. And um, she thought about it and, you know, and how to get there from where she was at that time. And she just couldn't figure out how to tell the man to get from where she was at that moment to Charlotte, how to get on 49 North, you know, going to Charlotte. She just couldn't figure that out. And she said what she said to the man was this. She said, I know how to get to Charlotte, but you can't get there from here. Now, there is nowhere in the world that you can be that you can't get to another place if you know how to get there. And sometimes in our lives, we'll get in our heads, we'll see where we believe God is calling us to go or where we believe we need to be but we just can't figure out how to get there. And I'm sure in her mind as she began to think about what directions to give the man and, and what streets to say to go on, she probably just got discouraged. And that was her final answer. Oh, well, you can't get there from here. But I want to say to you tonight that no matter where you find yourself in life, no matter where you are, it is nowhere that you, it's no way that you can't get to where God has for you. You can look at where you are right now, and you can say, I can get there from here, because you can. Courage and perseverance are going to help you to get to there. It's going to help you to get to your purpose and help you to get to your destiny. It takes courage, perseverance, and strength with an incredible work ethic in order for you to overcome every difficulty, every hindrance, every obstacle, and get to that place that God has called you to called destiny. I can say that so passionately because that's my own personal journey, knocking down things that try to, try to obscure me, pushing back on things that try to stop me, that try to be a detour, to try to get me off focus, to try to get me off track so I can continue to move forward because I look at my life and I say, Lord, I don't know how long, how much longer I'm going to be here. But what I will say is this, Father, I don't want to leave this earth with the gift, the talent, the ability, the calling, 
the purpose, the destiny that you've assigned to me on the inside of me. Father, help me. Help me to walk it out. Help me to get what's on the inside to the outside. Lord, whatever you need to do to help me, you know, put me in, uh, around the right people, Lord God. You know, allow me to be in the right rooms. Allow me to get the right teaching, the right training, Father. Allow me to get whatever I need that's going to help me to get to that place that's called purpose and that place that's called destiny. And one thing that we have to do is, is you know, just really cultivate our courage. Because when we take responsibility for our lives, it doesn't mean that you'll never be afraid. It doesn't mean that you're never going to have any doubt. It doesn't mean that you're never going to, you know, feel down or depressed or feel defeated. You're going to have those feelings, I promise you. I had to get myself together just last week. I started feeling some depression symptoms coming over, and I started talking to myself because I believe that depression does not belong to me. Depression is not my portion. Depression is of the devil. It's of the enemy. It does not belong to me, and I had to push that away from me. I said I had to tell myself, listen, you are too blessed to allow anything to cause you to be depressed. You're too blessed. Get up. Get moving. You cannot stay in this place, and that's what we have to do. Remind yourself of the goodness of God. Remind yourself of the blessing that he has bestowed upon you. Show some gratitude, just like that one that went back when the ten were healed, the ten lepers and the one that went back and had gratitude. When you start feeling down and you start feeling discouraged and you start feeling depressed, that's the time when you need to go back to God. And you need to start saying, God, I'm so grateful, Father. God, I thank you for waking me up another day with another opportunity to live this life. Father, I thank you for the clothes on my back. God, I'm so grateful that you continue to provide shelter for me. God, I appreciate the job that you've given to me and the financial blessings that you've bestowed upon me. God, I'm so thankful for the health in my body, Father. I'm so grateful, Father, I was able to get up and put on my own clothes, Lord God. God, I'm so thankful for my right mind, for the health and the strength that I have in my body. God, I'm so thankful. When you begin to be grateful and you begin to show gratitude, I promise you, that depression that was trying to oppress you, it will have no power over you. It will have to bow, it will have to bend, and it will have to go in Jesus' name. When you begin to push back on that depression, when you begin to push back on that frustration, when you begin to push back on that fear, and then you begin to push ahead, you begin to forge ahead with plans, going after your purpose, going after your dreams, knowing that I can't allow anything to stop me, I can't allow failure to, to defeat me, I can't be embarrassed about my past, and I have got to push through this hardship and live my life on purpose. That's when your courage is going to show up. That's when you're going to be like David when he stood against Goliath. Although he saw Goliath was nine feet tall, yet he had to have the courage to stand. And sometimes when we're standing and we're moving forward in our purpose and moving forward in our destiny, it will appear that the giants are opposing us. The thing that stands between me and my purpose is so big, it's so tall, it's so huge, it's no way I can defeat it. But if we think about Jacob and we think about those five smooth stones, hallelujah, and we think about how God gave him a weapon 
to defeat Goliath. God has already given you a weapon to defeat whatever stands between you and fulfilling your purpose and fulfilling your destiny, whatever that thing is. You take one of those stones and you put it in your spiritual slingshot and you begin to swing that thing around. And when you let that go, whatever is opposing you, I declare and decree in Jesus' name, it falls to the ground now in Jesus' name. It will no longer stand between you and your purpose. It will no longer stand between you and your destiny. It will no longer hinder you or obstruct you from walking in the fullness, hallelujah, of what God has called you to do. You can do it. You can do it. Because courage is in the absence of fear. And this is a common misconception. The soldier that goes into battle might be afraid, but the key to his courage is he goes in anyway. He doesn't allow anything to stand in between him and his goal, and that's how we have to be. Life on purpose family, that's how we have to be. We have to be so determined. I refuse to allow anything to stop me from my purpose, from fulfilling my destiny in the earth. We have to go back and look at Isaiah 14, 27, and we have to say nothing can stop God's plan for my life. I will not allow anything to prevent me from fulfilling my purpose and my destiny in the earth. And then you, like that soldier at war, like David when he stood before Goliath, then you have to persevere and you have to push forward. Don't allow anything to stop you. Don't allow anything to block you. Don't allow anything to prevent you from walking totally and fully in what God has called you to do. And when you live a purposeful life, and when you begin to walk it out day by day, you'll see that it'll get easier and easier. Those things that used to seem to be insurmountable mountains to you, they'll begin to look like now, like just an anthill. That's just a little small anthill. That's not going to stop me. You'll start looking at your valleys as just a little pothole or just a little dip in the road. That's not going to stop me. You'll begin to look at life from a different set of lenses because you'll begin to get the courage that you need to persevere. You know, I'm thinking about the word of God right now when it tells us to walk by faith and not by sight. Get in your spiritual minds out right now. Your purpose, your destiny that you believe that the Lord has assigned for your life the thing that you've been dreaming about, the thing that you wake up in the midnight hour and you just dreamed you were there, you were just doing that thing again, and you know without a shadow of a doubt that this is not me just wanting to do this. This is an unction of the Holy Ghost. And when you know, when you sense, when you feel that it's God, when you know and you feel and you sense it's the Holy Spirit, then you can't continue to sit down on what God is calling you forth to do. You can't continue to talk yourself out of what God has said, this is what I want you to do. Romans 8 and 31 says this, what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Sometimes we have to realize that we're not in this by ourselves. 
God said, I just I didn't just anoint you and leave you to do this by yourself in your own strength. I anointed you. I appointed you. I qualified you. And I called you to the task that I've given to you called purpose. But I'm not going to leave you by yourself. I anointed you, which means that I have endowed you with power to complete the task. And then the Holy Spirit, which is a paraclete, he is here with us. He is here with you to walk along beside you, to help you, to assist you, to aid you, to fulfill your purpose and to fulfill your assignment. So know that you're not alone. You're not by yourself. The Holy Ghost is here to help you. He's a helper. He will help us if we rely on him, if we put our confidence in him, if we put our assertiveness in him and we trust him. He will help us to fulfill our purpose and our assignment, but we are responsible to take the first step. He says, I'm the helper. I'm not going to do it for you. I'm not going to make you do it, but I will help you to do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The Holy Ghost will help us to bring to pass, to bring into fruition the very thing that God has placed on the inside of us. Say to yourself, I'm not alone. I'm not by myself. The Holy Spirit is here. He's with me. He's in me. He has endowed me with power from on high. God knew me, so he put inside of me everything that I need to be successful at completing my assignment, at fulfilling my purpose, at fulfilling my destiny, at um, accomplishing everything that he has assigned for me to do. You got to know that. You got to know that without a shadow of a doubt. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it feels like. It doesn't matter what it seems like. You can do it. I can do it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The greater one is on the inside of me. I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. It's nothing that can defeat me because I have the power of the living God on the inside of me. That's what we got to believe. That's what we got to say. That's what we got to think. That's how we have to live every day. God, you are with me. And, I'm, and, I, and as I'm thinking right now, I'm, I'm reminded of another story in the Bible, in the book of Daniel, where Daniel, he faced a great dilemma. And that dilemma meant him having to go in the lion's den. And Daniel, he took courage. He took courage. Because just think about it. Just think about it. He knew, I'm just a man. If those lions bite me, eat me, they can tear me limb from limb. And if I go in that lion's den, I may lose my life. However, Daniel also knew that the God that he served, hallelujah, that he was able to save him. He was able to take care of him. And that's what we have to know, my brothers and my sisters. We have to have the mind. Just like Daniel, when he went in that lion's den, when he had to stand in courage, we have to stand in courage in order to walk into our purpose and walk into our destiny. Even if you're scared, even if tears are streaming down your face, you've got to say, I've got to do 
take courage. We have to take courage. We have to take courage. My God, my God, my God. Whoo, this was the fastest hour. My Jesus, this was the fastest hour. But if you don't remember anything that I said tonight as we're about to close tonight, remember that you are responsible for your purpose and your destiny being fulfilled in the earth. Nobody can do it for you. You must do it. As the Holy Spirit assists you, helps you, leads you, and guides you, it's up to you to fulfill it. Now, this is a self-talk I want you to repeat after me. Say, I am created by God and designed to succeed in life. I strive to live my life on purpose. I am enough. I am smart. I am qualified. I am capable. I am equipped. I have enormous energy to create the life that God has chosen for me. I can do it. I am responsible. Woo, my God, my God, my God, my God. And I want to encourage you every day when you get up in the morning, know that you are enough and know that you have been created by God to succeed and to walk in the purpose and destiny that he has given to you. You have the energy. You have the anointing. You have the power of God on the inside of you. And know this, that good things come to those that wait, but great things come to those who trust God and put in work while they wait. Well, it has been my honor to be here with you on tonight on the broadcast. You know, every now and then I like to come on myself and just spend some intimate time with you just one-on-one. Know that I love you to life, and I appreciate you being with me here each week on the Life on Purpose broadcast. It's my honor to serve you here on this platform. Before we close tonight, if you have a question or comment, don't forget, we've got a few minutes that you can press the number one on your keypad. If you would like to share anything, a question or a comment, know that you're welcome to do that at this time. We're going to end the broadcast with um, a song and a final prayer, but I want you to think about one thing. Just think about this. If what you know that God has called you to do and you knew without a shadow of a doubt that you couldn't fail, would you do it? Remember, it's not about failing, but it's about doing it in spite of. It's about having the mindset that Einstein had, knowing that a person who never made a mistake never tried anything new. And also know that your failure will not be seen as a failure, but it will be seen as a learning experience. So I encourage you tonight, get up, get moving, living life on purpose. And tonight, our final song for the Life on Purpose broadcast for this week is Fearless by Jonathan Nelson. Listen up. My faith is stronger now.
Father, we thank you for this week. We thank you for the broadcast tonight, Lord God. We praise you for um, just being with us tonight and speaking to us. Lord, we thank you, Father, that we know that we are responsible. Our purpose, our destiny is not just in the hands of just happening on accident, Father, but we have to be willing to put in the work, to have courage, Father, to be fearless as we trust you with our lives. Lord, we thank you right now for all that you're going to continue to do with the Life on Purpose broadcast as we give it to you, Lord, and ask you that whatever said and done, that it will glorify you. We love you. We love you tonight. We love you in Jesus' name. And thank you once again for tuning in to the broadcast tonight. It's been my pleasure and honor to serve you. And I want you to remember until next week, remember this, a life isn't lived until it's lived on purpose. God bless you. See you next week and love you to life. Good night.